Hello and welcome back to Sounds Like Us. This podcast is just a group of people discussing daily dilemmas faced by everyone around us while also trying to get through life. So get a glass of whatever you love, get comfortable and listen on. Hey guys and welcome to our podcast. I'm Prathamesh and I am Shreshtha. So how have you been doing Shreshtha? Um I have been doing great. just uh, very obsessed with the new bts single permission to dance oh i've heard about that one hey wait are you a kpop fan yes absolutely it's been almost 5 years since i have been following kpop and now i stand multiple bands like bts blackpink nct twice txt mamamoo card itzy ah uh, that's are- great Yeah, uh, I mean, I do support K-pop music, but I don't listen to it very often. However, what I do is that I watch a lot of anime. I'm a weeb. Interesting. Um, I haven't explored much of the anime sphere as of now, but I have watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventures, and yes, totally loved it. Hey, that's so cool because. you know jojo is such a great show and it is generally not the first anime that people watch so coming from a beginner or someone who has not watched that much of an anime jojo is a really great start really ah uh, it's kind of hard to believe that but anyway how did your love story with anime start so most of us were already introduced to anime right let it be dragon ball yeah. doraemon shinchan or pokemon we just didn't knew that they were called or termed as anime the first time i got familiar with the term anime was something about 5 or 6 years back my cousins were watching some and once when i visited them they asked me to watch some of it so i watched pretty beginner shonen stuff like naruto or dragon ball or hunter hunter but then i kind of lost interest in it now i suppose 3 years back again i got into anime and as i watched death note or attack on titan which really hooked me in and then there were movies like your name or the silent voice or wolf children which opened another world of this media for me and then i came across neon genesis evangelion and honestly that changed my whole viewpoint regarding anime interesting story really many of my friends have also recommended death note it's definitely on my watch list death note is amazing i mean it's dark and intelligent and the writing is just great so but what about anime what was about anime that fascinated you uh i personally really love anime because i think it has the soul and ability to tell a great story while i was watching jojo i was literally stunned to see how well every character was written and the amount of development they experienced throughout and then don't even get me started on the cultural diversity of this anime it just had a natural acceptance for gender exploration and sexual diversity not just people you know it had linguistic and regional diversity too in stardust in stardust crusaders uh, polnareff was french 
Yes, and Avdol was Egyptian. Yes, and they span in so many cities like Hong Kong, Singapore, Cairo, Karachi. They even visited Varanasi in India. Yes, that was so iconic. And you know, it's just not Jojo. There are other anime too, like Shukugeki no, Shum, uh, no Soma or Food Wars is also a great example for an anime being culturally diverse. Now, beware, Food Wars is not something to be watched with your parents, all right? It comes under the ecchi category, but keeping that aside, it is really culturally diverse. The characters who are aspiring chefs master different cuisines, which are shown in a pretty accurate way, all the while giving them a personal touch. Wow, oh, that's very unique. And that is what it is. It really expands one's knowledge on the global traditions and develops a sense of understanding and appreciation of the same. I mean, I learned a lot about different cuisines just from an anime show, which is about teenage chefs having a cook-off battle. <laughs> that is mind-blowing, but did you try any cuisines after watching that? Yeah, I tried Italian and French. I think I succeeded. Uh, you must have really watched it in great detail to get it right on first attempt. That's great though. But, you know, the sad thing is that my parents still dub anime as a childish cartoon. I mean, calling it a kid's show only focused on superficial humor is such an ignorant statement. Yes, and that's a major misconception uh, around many people I have seen. I accept that Doraemon or Pokemon are animes for kids, but we also have shows like Tokyo Ghoul or Elfin Light, Psychopaths, which are definitely not for kids. It's just that people still have that misconception, you know, that anything animated is meant for kids. Yes, and I feel that saying all anime is for kids is as good as saying all books are for kids, which is obviously not true, right? There are kids' book and adults' book and everything in between. So you can't judge a whole media from that easily. Absolutely. I mean, keeping aside the very deep fields of human mind and society that anime dwells into, if we even just take a simple look at simple life lessons that any shonen anime like Naruto or My Hero Academia will give us, such as never lose hope or hard work pays off, or taking a look at Gone, the protagonist of Hunter Hunter, which tells you that being humble is a virtue. These shows do not only provide good value of content, but also improves you as who you are, or at least inspires you to. Yes, that's so true. While watching anime, we tend to share an emotional connect with the characters and their stories. And that for me is what makes anime very deep and meaningful. So do you have any favorite anime character? I have a few actually. Uh, to share some, I would say Shinji Ikari from Neon Genesis Evangelion or Mob from Mob Psycho 100. There are many more characters, but I think I connected with these two a lot. That's nice. The other thing I feel that people are very ignorant of is the effort gone into making these anime. They have manga artists who are real humans and they draw every single character their movements, and also the landscape they are in. 
that's just so much of effort very correct the whole thing is literally hand drawn yeah i mean they use a lot of technology now but still majority of it is hand drawn but one single minute or one single 30 minute episode can have as many as 15000 redrawn pictures in it and then there is also colors and effects and voiceovers isn't that a lot of effort money and time it is it's it very much is and that's another reason why i really respect mangakas and the whole production team and their work their job just requires a lot of passion hard work and patience yes uh, i mean they work for days sometimes without any sleep or sometimes even anything to eat because they have a deadline to complete and fans to satisfy and even after so much hard work they are paid ridiculously low so before just terming it for kids take some time and watch some episodes of a good anime show if you like it then hey welcome to the team and if you think it is not for you then no pressure but just don't trash it without giving it a chance yes i mean spreading unnecessary hate is so immature however i am new to the anime commun- community as you know and i do wish to watch more anime just like the many of our viewers so we need some recommendations from an anime super fan oh my god i so wanted to do that yes but it's going to be a rapid fire round i will mention a genre and you have to recommend two to three anime based on that be quick okay let's do it great so starting first genre action and adventure hmm so um, i would recommend one piece i haven't personally watched it completely because you know 970 episodes but the world building is insane wow. then i would say uh, attack on titan not only attack on titan is packed with action but it also gets really philosophical and insightful at times i mean the last season completely changes what the show actually started as and then i would recommend hunter hunter please just please watch hunter hunter she will do that but how about rom com ah uh, okay um i would suggest kaguya sama love is war that's great uh, your name your name is literally my favorite anime movie and clanet so clanet after story which is the sequel to clanet is just breathtakingly beautiful i ask everyone listening here just go and watch clanet and clanet after story you will surely be thankful sure sure next genre horror um that's something i don't much delve into because horror is not my forte but um, i have watched some for example mononoke or paranoia agent or any anime based on junji ito's work now just a disclaimer all of these have serious trigger and content warning noted moving on to sci-fi steins gate for sure steins gate it has one of the best portrayal of time travel in my opinion in any of the media so please watch steins gate then i would recommend doctor stone and cowboy bebop cowboy bebop i would recommend not only for the 
content or the storyline or the character development but also the soundtrack of cowboy bebop is just on another level so don't miss any of these sure and last genre philosophical ah this is my favorite so uh, i would probably say death parade because death parade is a really mature show um death note as you as many of you would know death note and monster so monster is a really dark yet thought provoking show so if you haven't watched uh, monster please give it a try and neon genesis evangelion this is my favorite uh, so i would recommend these anime to anyone who is looking to watch anything with way more depth than just mere entertainment yes we are very grateful for your suggestions this was a very fun round yeah i mean there are still way more things relating to anime that we haven't talked about many more recommendations yeah. we have missed out on but yeah i guess we should keep some for the next time totally moving to my forte k pop so you already know about permission to dance right but do you know about bts's first english single dynamite i mean i know that it was a very popular uh song and everyone was praising it a lot but i haven't given it a listen well i am a bts army and i was quite disappointed when it lost the grammy award for the best pop duo and group performance this year just to rain on me by ariana grande and lady gaga i don't think that any kpop artist has won a grammy before right yes and that's exactly why bts's win would have been a historic victory for not only bts but the whole kpop industry and they very well deserved it because dynamite clearly surpassed all other songs in that category the song broke two guinness world records won 52 awards and had the highest streams on youtube more than that it brought a whole lot of love light and laughter into the world at the time of its release well well that is a lot of achievements and then it's quite baffling uh, why they did not win i mean when spanish songs like despacito could win this award then why did dynamite not is it simply cause they are you know asians well it's really hard to comment on that because the grammys don't reveal their judgment criteria but what's even more disheartening is that they used bts and their large fandom army for clout just to boost views and engagement they in fact kept bts's performance for the last because why not it was the cherry on top right yeah i think that really triggered the fans because i did see hashtag scammies circulating all over the internet yes because personal opinion i feel that it's racial discrimination against artists from other cultures and grammys has also been under fire previously for the same and they have been dubbed as white grammys well that surely is surprising cause the world is changing now and being the most prestigious award shows in the music industry if they are going to continue with this racial discrimination then they are surely not escaping the stigma of white grammys anytime soon 
especially with K-pop and as their fans are booming all around the world. Very true. And as a K-pop fan, it really hurts me to see these K-pop idols being mistreated and ignored this way. These K-pop groups and idols have trained for years, sacrificing their childhood school years to be an artist. I mean, if you look at their lives as a trainee, you will literally be blown. Yeah, I mean, it must be. I mean, with all the singing, dancing and other lessons, they really don't get any time for themselves. Yes, just imagine having such tight schedules every single day for two to four years. I really can't. It must be so exhausting. Well, that's the average training period every trainee undergoes. And still there is the uncertainty factor of whether they will be able to debut or not. Some like G-Dragon from Big Bang and Jiho from Twice have been trainees for 10 years. And I can't even study for a day. <laughs> Same here, not. But this industry is so competitive that these trainees constantly have to perform their best to show the company that they are making progress in their training. Or they'll just get kicked out. Also, I have heard that even after they do so much for the label and are not treated well, and many times treated like slaves even, and make them sign long-term contracts, there is a very dark side to this whole K-pop world. Yes, under all the glitch and glamour of K-pop, the sad reality includes sexual harassment, intense weight control, where they even feel guilty of consuming an ice cube for the entire day. That, I mean, that is just too much. Then death threats. And since it's not talked about much, several netizens recklessly pass malicious comments on their posts and V-lives, calling them ugly, untalented, flops, blah, blah. Makes and no sense. Exactly. And I mean, let's not ignore the dating and bullying rumors they encounter every day which unintentionally also cause second harm to their loved ones too, right? Yes. And what we are discussing is just the tip of the iceberg. I honestly feel that after knowing about the K-pop underworld, these netizens should develop enough empathy to realize that these idols are also humans and they make mistakes sometimes. Everything an idol does does not need to be so heavily tracked and criticized. And fans and haters genuinely should be more mindful of what they comment and the impact it may have. Indeed. I mean, just imagine being always under surveillance. Very tough. That's going to be very difficult. One would always have to keep checking if what they do is socially acceptable or not. But you know what I hate the most is when Homophobic people call these idols as gay and lesbian, even when they are not. Yeah, I know about that. Well, it's story time then. This year, on June 13, it was BTS's anniversary, and I decided to keep BTS's pic as my WhatsApp profile. In the next 10 minutes, I receive a text from a random guy saying that BTS are gay. My mind literally went what the heck? Because he had no reasons or research before coming to such a random conclusion. What? 
I mean, people like him really should get their facts straight. I mean, what is your point even? Do they really think that calling someone gay now is an insult? Come on. Exactly. Well, it is really disheartening to see people like these. Okay. So is there some specific artist or band you like the most? Uh, that's a very tough question to ask a multi-stanner. Because it was Blackpink who first sparked my interest in K-pop. But then I started listening to other groups too, like BTS, NCT, Mamamoo, and several others. And I understood one thing for sure, that no two K-pop groups are the same. Each has its own charm and style. So when I work out, I listen to Blackpink and Itzy. They are super energetic. When I want to dance... I turn on a BTS or TWICE playlist. When I need something relaxing and soothing, I have IU and Mamamoo. So just like this, my preference varies on my mood. And it's a very unique connection with every K-pop group and idol. Yeah, I get it. Uh, Also, like, you know, many people don't get into K-pop because it's, well, you know, a different language. So did you ever feel like that? Not really. I mean, I don't know Korean, but I do get K-pop music after I look up the translations for it. And once you understand the lyrics and emotion behind the track, you can never unlearn it. Because it's such a deep emotional bond with the song that every time you play it, you will automatically be reminded of what it means. And in moments like these, you truly realize that music transcends all boundaries and speaks to the soul. I totally get it. I mean, I am super into J-pop, uh, not K-pop, but in J-pop. And it's also the same for anime too, right? I mean, I read Bong Joon yes. who said that once you overcome the one inch taller barrier of subtitles, you will be introduced to so many more amazing films. Wow. Wow. And he couldn't have said that better. It's just so profound. Exactly. Well, I think we have talked a lot about our interest today. Yes, it was a very enlightening discussion, which helped me expand my perspective on K-pop anime. It builds a deep sense of appreciation for the anime industry in Japan and the K-pop industry in Korea as we learn about the effort and struggles these people put in just to cater and satisfy us fans. Exactly. Well, I think this is it. So stay tuned in and we will keep bringing you amazing episodes just like this.